0: the whole thing. No need for us to get sued. Anyway, guys, welcome to another episode of Hall of Heroes, song fitting for the show. Uh, welcome some of the heroes of this show. Shay, what's going on, Shay?
1: What's going on, guys? How you feeling?
0: Pretty good. Pretty good. What's
2: going on, Eric? How much? How's everybody doing?
0: Pretty good. Pretty good. I will say this, guys. On most of the shows that I do, I have nicknames for everybody. I'll definitely spend this holiday break figuring out what you guys' nicknames are gonna be. Um but let's um let's get started. Let's get into it. Uh Eric, I'm actually gonna pass it off to you. Um to start to start it for us. Uh you were talking to me about a supergirl theory you had. Uh did you wanna kinda dive into that a little bit?
2: Yeah, this... uh this is interesting. It kind of comes from an article that I saw, and my my mind really started going in a hundred million different directions. Uh, but the big the, the thing was that Supergirl is in the position where it can do its own quote unquote reign of the Superman storyline on TV. For those who don't remember, after Superman was killed by Doomsday. Uh, there were four pretenders who stepped up to try to be the metropolis. And so I got to thinking about it, uh, the possibility of four other heroes trying to step up and fill in the gap while Kara is in a coma and try to protect the city. And So my mind started reeling, my mind started going, and then I saw a piece of casting information that um, was very interesting. Uh, It was announced this week that Chris Marshall from This Is Us has joined Supergirl, according to the website TV Line. Now, right now, uh, her character's name is Julia Freeman, a a musician, excuse me, with mysterious ties to the villainous reign. And so my mind got to rolling and wondering as to who she could be playing, and one of the ideas is that she is going to play a different Earth version of Power Girl, who would come to Terra's Earth to try to help defend against Rain and from there it kind of blew up. And thinking about some other people who may actually try to step up to help in the process, um, some names that were thrown that that I'm kind of bouncing around is Miss Martian. Um, I can't remember if she's still on Mars or not, but she could definitely be someone who could – and I, I was thinking about this today, too. She could even, you know, ship into the appearance of Kara just to keep the appearance of everything is okay and that there's no reason to panic. But I wanted to bounce the ideas off you guys and see if you had any names before I gave any more of mine.
0: Uh, Shay, I'll go to you.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, sir. Eric, thank you.
2: Thank you for
1: that. I completely agree with you. I want them to do that. I want them to do that. I think that's a great theory, and I hope we see it. Because if we see it, my girl's going to act a fool. Miss Martian is about to be pissed. She's going to come for blood.
2: Exactly.
0: yeah, I mean that that that's definitely something that uh that could definitely happen and she would be looking to get some uh some revenge going on. Uh what were you saying, Eric?
2: Well, no, I was just going to say absolutely. I think she would definitely come out for revenge. Now, in the in the process of me getting ready for the show today, uh I was doing some research on rain for the comic book. And like you were kind of saying, you know, CW's not afraid to take liberties, but there's not just one world-breaker. In the comic book, there was four with a mystery fifth world-breaker. So, I mean, in the process of doing all this, it also makes me wonder, are we going to see, you know, is this this new actress, is she, could she potentially be another world-breaker too? Or A, maybe as Power Girl, she was a world breaker who became a world killer who became a hero.
0: That could definitely happen. I always thought, uh, I admit I don't keep up with Supergirl as much as I do the other ones. But I did hear that there were uh, Super, not Supergirl, I'm sorry, Power Girl would be making her way into the show this season. Um, So it could just, I mean, it could be what you're saying. I mean, honestly, if there's no Kara, I would prefer a a Martian to step in, pretend to be Kara, uh, just to keep things status quo. Um, But, I mean, even if Kara does go down and, you know, it seems like there is no Supergirl, I mean, why not let Jon step up more? I mean, we've only seen Martian Manhunter like a handful of times this season. Um, let him step up. Let him get his hands dirty a little bit. I mean, I, I get they don't show him as often because I guess uh to do the mocap or whatever they do to bring Martian Manhunter to life uh, to life is very expensive. Um, but mm-hmm. Supergirl is just like the Flash. They don't spend money on location. That's why all the fight scenes kind of look similar because they're, you know, mostly the same locations. They're in the same four or five spots. The Flash. They're either at Star Labs, uh, Joe's House, Barry's New House, or Jitter's. So, I mean, there's only like four or five places that she'll usually, uh, you know, uh, stems from. So, I mean, this would be a perfect time for Marsha Manhunter to step up a little bit more and, uh, you know, embrace being a hero more than just the voice from behind things, the guy that's telling people where to go and, and, and setting people up and stuff. Get out there, get your hands a little dirty. Uh, Shay, what do you think?
1: I think that what's most likely going to happen is what you said. Martian Manhunter is going to come in and, you know, pretend to be caught. But I kind of hope that um, the Miss Man- this Miss Martian Manhunter comes down because I want to see more character development with um, Martian Manhunter. Like, him having his father, I like that. So I kind of want him and the and the female Martian and their father to be in the same place because everybody else is trying to be happy but he's just not even doing it but like when she was there she made him you know a little more ecstatic a little bit more up to beat with things and I like seeing that with him and his character because I feel like it makes him more humane so I kind of hope they do the female Martian Man Hunter, but most likely I could see them doing the regular Martian Manhunter
0: I will say this, um, from what I'm hearing and everyone listening, please take this with the the highest amount of salt. Uh, not, not even a grain, just like the entire bottle and then get another bottle and, and take that amount of, uh, of salt. Um, but they're going to start using Miss Martian, uh, going forward less and less. Oh, crap. That up, uh, uh, Titans show that they're doing for their streaming service um i did I did hear that they would like to after season one expand the team not to young not to young justice proportions to where it's like a billion members um, but just to the the point of to where you know uh, you have your basic team, but on certain missions there might be a rotating character, whether it's Miss Martian, Artemis, something like that. So I, I could definitely see the idea of Miss um, Martian after this season, uh, not not to scare you at all, Shay, but after this season, I can see them really not uh, using her all that much going forward. Uh, just, you know, so you could free up the idea of using her on on the Titan show, which uh, I do yeah. believe that is what they're, they're looking to do.
1: Well, okay, so, to that to that degree I can't get upset. Like she's uh, being utilized in the best way they believe she can, so I I can't get upset by that.
2: Yep. Yeah. What are you saying, Eric? Well no, I was just gonna ask, so the, the Titan show, is that gonna be considered uh for lack of a better term, in in, in the new fifty two of world, you know, between everything on the CW, it's gonna be in continuity. Well,
0: Yes and no. Uh, I say yes because they haven't told us no. And I say no because when we talked to, uh, as I say, Greg Berlanti, we didn't talk to Greg Berlanti, Mark Guggenheim, he said, um, anything's possible. He said there's a lot of things we never thought we'd be able to cross over, um, that we were able to cross over. We never thought there would be stories or characters that we could use that we found out we were able to use. So um, he was pretty much, you know, saying he he's not – he has nothing to do with, with the Titan show. Um, but if he got a chance to have Oliver meet Dick Grayson, he'd be all for it. So it's a yes and a no thing. It's it's a yes because they haven't come out and said that it won't be a, maybe a different Earth. But in the Arrowverse, uh, it might, you know, come together at some point. And then I say no, just so people don't get their hopes up of the idea of them ever blending. Uh, What I I was trying to mention about Miss Martian was more so about they're going to be just using that character less and less in the Arrowverse, but it wouldn't be the same character if they use it in Titans. It'd be a different character. So, I mean, uh, when when I said that, I just meant if you you start to, to not see Miss Martian, like, a lot going forward, especially in the next season, it's because they have plans for her somewhere else. That's, that's usually what, what happens. Uh, we've seen it with Deadshot. We've seen it with uh, they drew up plans of Harley Quinn in Arrow, then had to scrap it because Margot Robbie was uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, they killed Deadshot off because we have a Deadshot in Will Smith. So it happens a lot uh, in the TV world when you see less and less of a character, especially with DC. It's because they got something huge planned for them. So it's not always a bad thing. It sometimes is a good thing. So it's definitely something to, uh, to look forward to. But speaking of Supergirl, we can get right in. We can transition with that. So that was a great setup, Eric. Uh, thank you for uh, starting off that first topic. Um, all hey, right, no so problem. we're going to do, do second half theories. Uh, our theories on what to expect on the second half of the CWDC shows. So I'll kick it back to you, Shay. What are your theories or, or thoughts on what Supergirl will be bringing us in the second half of her season?
1: Um, you know, the only thing that I hope they bring with Supergirl is the fact that she doesn't have to be such a Kryptonian in order to save everyone. And I say that to say, like, okay, you got your heart broke, you know, I dig it, you, you upset. You got to do what you got to do, you're a Kryptonian, you go up the track to tracks, everybody, okay, I dig it. But you don't have to be one of the others, okay? Like, you can relax and just be a, a semi-human, semi-Kryptonian. We do it every day. Just, I need her to find the balance, and that's what I hope occurs while she's kind of going
0: through her coma, I guess. So you're saying, just so I can get this straight, you want her to kind of appeal more to her human side, because let's just for people who are listening, there yeah. is no drop of of uh, human blood in Car's body. She is a hundred percent persona. That. You just mean mm-hmm. you want her to be to live amongst humans more like a human would and less like a Kryptonian would. Really.
1: No, that's not what I'm saying. Let me give you an example okay, of what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I, I want her to be a Vulcan. Does, does that cl- clarify how I want to go? Like, you know what I'm saying? My man, Spock, my favorite character in Star Trek, hands down, he understands that, you know, he is a Vulcan. And Vulcans do not let emotion, you know, tamper with their evidence or tamper with their logic, all right? But on the flip side of it, he's still able to have a girlfriend. And as much as he is, you know, a Vulcan, sometimes he just doesn't understand humans, he's okay with it. But he still has like a semi humane side. And one part Cry to start feeling like that. Is that better? a better analogy? That,
0: that is, but isn't that kind of what she was? I mean, uh, the, she was, the mood and then she's... she
1: lost herself. And I need her to find herself again She was that, and then she got her heart broken She lost herself, which is understandable It happens with heartbreak But now she needs to be in the past to find herself again She hasn't found herself completely yet She's not well,
0: there yet, I, she, she gave up I don't think she will I mean, I think this is a really special circumstance uh, You fell in love with someone They, they uh, you know, because of you Somewhat, you know, that was her logic Because of her He had to leave to save them uh, And she thought he was dead only for him to come back uh to come back and she's saying, Okay, we can pick up where we left off. Nope, not so fast. I married while I was going. So I mean it's a really extreme circumstance that I can kinda get, uh, because if you kinda get the gist of car from the first season, she I don't think love and boyfriends were really something she kind of flourished in uh before before now. So I can kinda get how this this kind of, you know, set her set her a kinda you know, to a different path than it, it would a, a regular person who would just be like, "All right, whatever. I just eat this full container of ice cream and watch a lifetime, and I'm good. I'll rebound them all." <laughs> um, so I can see how it's a little different for Kara, um, but I uh-huh. do think she'll she'll grow into that more so uh, next season. I think this season she'll struggle with it, especially whenever she wakes up out of this coma. Um, I think she'll still struggle with it, and she'll find she'll find peace in uh the closure she needs heading into next season. But, um, Eric, what are your thoughts?
2: I want to, as far as the rest of the season, I want to see Kara realize, here's the only way I can relate it. In Justice League Unlimited, it was the last episode where Superman was fighting with Darkseid, and he said, you know, I've always had to hold back. I don't have to hold back with you. I want to see that with Kara and Rain, where she goes, I get it now. I don't have to hold back when I fight you. And I want to see her unleash hell. Forgive the term, but she's going to unleash hell and, you know, fire all cannons. The other thing that I really kind of want to see, and again, I guess this is just because I'm a writer, is the whole thing about the I don't think it's going to happen, but still the other world killers. Because there's still other world killers out there, and I, I would kind of like to see Rain say, "Oh, you think I'm the only one? You think you beat it? There's more coming." Well, I Absolutely. would speak to that. To speak to that, we can um we do know
0: Lobo exists in this world. Um, so I think if the Supergirl writers were brave enough to go that route. Lobo would be a phenomenal villain for next season. And you can set it up exactly the way you just said, have, you know, the season finale has Supergirl beat rain and in rain's defeat rain lets her know there's a, you know, she can say something either. She can go one or two ways. She can say there's a bounty on your head and the guy who's going to collect it is, you know, is, is way meaner than me. Uh, Or Mm -hmm. she can go, I'm not the only one who's looking to get your Kryptonian blood uh, or spill your Kryptonian blood. And then, you know, maybe it, it, it goes to, like, somewhere deep in space at, like, this bar where you just see, uh you know, this guy uh, throwing shots back. And then he turns around and smirks, kind of like Thanos did at the end of Avengers. Like, there's so many ways they could do that. I just do not think I, – I know – and it was, that's why it was so fun to talk to Mark Guggenheim. He, he said, when we're in the, the writer's room and we throw those Easter eggs at you, he said, we don't do it just so you guys are like, oh, that was really cool. We do it because if we can somewhere down the road, we're going to use those characters. Uh, someone asked him, will we ever see Green Lantern in the Arrowverse? And he was like, well, you did. He bumped into <laughs> Oliver at a bar. You know, he was like, and then you saw when he went to Earth 2, Bruce, Hal, and Diana's name on his on on uh, Earth. I think it was Earth Two's uh, Barry. Uh, that mm-hmm. was his house phone. Those were the numbers programmed into his house phone. So he said, when we do it, we don't just do it so you guys go, ah, that was cool. We do it because if they allow us, at some point, we we would like to bring those characters into the Arrowverse. So uh, you know, he did also mention that Lobo does exist in. <laughs> in supergirls world uh but whether or not we'll we'll see them ever uh throw down i don't know if they're because you would have to super water down lobo and i don't mean because of the profanity or the cigar smoking i just mean because of how strong lobo is and I, i just don't know unless they maybe have an arc where uh superman comes in and helps i i just don't see them going with uh with Lobo as a main villain, but uh, before I kick it right back to you, Eric, let me go to Shay. Shay, what are your thoughts on on the idea of something like that?
1: I mean, if I if I was able to get Lobo, you know, as as y'all was talking about him, I looked him up. I think that would be a good villain, and I think it would be kind of dope if you have a villainess going against a villain. So I'm with the idea of Lobo. I think this would be interesting. Now looking at the encyclopedia, you know. They mentioned the uh, lantern corps, so maybe that could be an intro for the lantern corps. They maybe me reaching—I don't know. I'm just saying.
0: Well, no, I mean I, I don't think you're reaching. I I think that episode where Oliver bumped shoulders with Hal Jordan, Hal Jordan had already had his flight jacket, which means he's already been doing uh you know his things as a pilot. So we don't know how far away. Um uh, oh wait, no 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 no. I'm sorry. We do. There was an episode and a lot of people forget this episode. There was an episode where Barry said, um, they were in a hangar.
2: And they were like,
0: uh they were like, How is this hangar empty? And he said, uh he said a pilot, a test pilot had crashed here. So I mean that could have been gre- that could have been Hal's uh test pilot uh test fighter and that could have been Hal's introduction to becoming the Green Lantern. So I don't think it's, it's too far-fetched to assume the Green Lantern exists. I just do not think, especially after DC tried to get as far away from that Ryan Reynolds film as possible, they're looking to introduce Hal in a show before they are in a movie. So that's the only reason why that. I don't see a Green Lantern coming anytime before 2020, which is when the, the Green Lantern Court movie is supposed to come out. Maybe around that time to further hype them. Um, but any any time before then, I they're not that brave. <laughs> DC tries to seem really brave, uh, but they're not. They're nowhere near that brave to introduce Hal in a show before they do it in a movie. So I, I don't think what you were saying is too far fetched. We could get it at some point. Just don't think it's anytime soon. Then what about? I'm sorry, I was
2: just gonna say, what about John Stewart? Or John even Stewart? Kyle Rayner. Same thing.
0: Same thing. Because what, what you'd be confusing is if you go Kyle Rayner, you would have to establish that John already existed and Hal already existed. Oh, yeah. And that's a lot to explain. And if you do John Stewart, in the movie, what they're trying to do is go for a younger John Stewart, uh, who's, who's training under the, the veteran Hal Jordan. So if you introduce him on the show first, and then you introduce him in the movies, You now have to do two type of origins for that character. And like I said, I think that entire Green Lantern Corps, they want to wait and introduce in the movies before they even come close to trying to introduce them in a TV show. Uh, That's the mistake I think they made with having the Flash on TV first and then wanting Mm -hmm. to introduce him in a movie. Because you had Mm -hmm. a billion people that were like, why not just put Grant in the movie? Uh, which after seeing Justice League, I get it. I get it. It's two completely different tones and completely different uh-huh. feels. And uh-huh. Grant just Grant wouldn't have been able to, on the same screen as Ben and Henry and Ray and, and all those guys, he just wouldn't have fit. Same way Stephen Amell wouldn't have fit. So I get it. But it was super confusing to people that were like, wait, so is now the flash on TV gone or we just have two flashes? But I did like how Ezra Miller kind of played around with it. He, he even said in an interview, he was like, you know, there's different Earths. So maybe uh, Grant's Flash is a different Earth's Flash. And me and the uh-huh. Justice League, is a different Earth, uh, you know, is, is Earth's one, Earth 1. I'm Earth 1, he may be Earth 2. So I like how they were playing back and forth with it. But it's very confusing to a fan base that has grown to love your TV version. And now you're telling uh-huh. them, all right, well, here's a movie version too. It's just I think you have to establish one dominantly, and I think the movie the movies are a better way to introduce the Green Lantern Corps. than trying to stuff all that in to a uh, to one season of uh, of Arrow or Flash or wherever they decide to put them.
2: Mhm.
0: But um, speaking of Flash, let's move on to Flash and what our second half thoughts of the Flash are. Uh, we saw that in with DeVoe switching bodies, um, talk about an upgrade. Um, mm-hmm. Switching bodies, and it now has a younger body. Um, his wife looks to be pretty excited about that. Um, <laughs> uh, no, don't the go big, there.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the biggest storyline is, uh, looks like Barry could be facing jail time for... The murder of Devoe, which we know he was set up for, but it'll be fun seeing Team Flash prove it. Um, So I'll start with you, Eric. What are your thoughts for the set, or your theories for the second half of the Flash?
2: The court case is going to be interesting because you know he's gonna. There's going to be a part of him that's going to want to yell. You know what? I can do it, here's why, but then there's the other responsible part that goes, you know, I can't do this because I'm going to out how many people and put all their lives in danger. Now, the one thing I was thinking about while doing my notes is, you know, and I think we touched on it briefly, but I had a funny image under my head is, you know, we see Barry as the flash after his arrest, after his arrest, rather, you know, even if it's just minutely, but – I'm like, how is he going to do that? Is he just going to go run, take care of the crime, and then come back? And then I went right to Superman 2, the scene where Lex Luthor had the holographic projector in his cell. And I could just see a funny comedy bit through the course of the second half of the season of the holographic projector of Barry while he's still out there fighting crime. And that just kind of stuck in my head. But the mm. other thing I want to the other thing, I, I'm i having a hard time with Dibney or Dabney or whatever his name is. He really annoys the hell out of me. Is that just me?
0: No, I don't think he has a a, a solid place there. Uh, the way I feel for him is the way I felt when uh, Laurel became Black Canary. Just didn't fit felt like they had to uh you know they had to go out of their way to make it fit. And it didn't I didn't understand why. Like why not add him in as like a side 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 character and just have it still be Barry and Wally. Uh I get for this story if you had two speedsters, it would have, you know, maybe that they could have defeated DeVoe earlier and now you don't have a season. Uh, so I kind of get that. So you kind of want Wally gone, so Barry has to really kind of do this himself. Um, and it's a mental game between him and Devoe. So you kind of want—you don't want two speedsters that can just run really fast, catch the guy, put the guy in the cell, and then end of the season. So I, I get that. Um, but yeah, he doesn't—he doesn't fit to me. I mean, I like him. I think he's funny. But as far as what he's bringing to the team, I don't—I don't really get it. But I will say this. With Barry in prison, or who knows maybe he gets out uh, on bail, but if Barry is in prison, this could be his time to step up and maybe show us something different than what he was able to in the first half. So I I'm willing to wait at least five ep- episodes into the the second half of this season before I deem whether or not like yeah no, he shouldn't be on this team.
2: Do you see the tr- okay and, and again, I've thought of this too. does the tr- does the trial go past? The season finale or is the season finale do you think they would kind of pull the carpet out from underneath us and say that Barry's guilty
0: oh you mean the season premiere
2: yeah yeah uh, well uh
0: I mean honestly if you look at it like this he's uh he's worked with the police department uh he now has a wife so his ties to the community are strong there's there's he's not a flight risk um, but if he's in if he's in court, and Wilson and whatever her name is uh, that Joe's dating, if she got desperate enough to tell him to just out himself as the Flash, then I'm I'm starting to think maybe he does spend more than just that episode in prison. I don't see Barry being that selfish and coming out and saying he's the Flash, and I don't see how him saying the Flash necessarily makes him innocent. Uh, they found the murder weapon in his house <laughs> with the dead body. How much, mm-hmm. whatever clues do you need <laughs> to tell you exactly. someone uh, committed to murder? So, if you tell me he's the Flash, all I'm going to say is, well, he could have killed him, you know, left, came back. You know what I'm saying? So, that doesn't, I don't think, I don't see how that necessarily helps his case. But, like I said, we'll find out all the legal jargon and stuff that they're able to pull in the season premiere. But I, I, I get what you're saying, but I do think if they're smart, they at least let it ride out for two or three episodes. Uh, it's the same way I felt when Oliver died for you to really get the fans to feel that you have to not only not have him on screen for about three or four episodes, but uh, you know, not really mention him outside of the team, just really sad that he's gone. And then when you have him come back out of nowhere, then what you could do is you can have flashbacks showing how he made his way back instead of having it part of the episodes Uh, leading up to him returning I thought the better way to do that is to really have the audience like no there's no way you killed Stephen Amell off and then boom he comes back you know what I'm saying but that's why that's what it goes into what we said last week uh in today's time having all the information that we do it kind of takes away from certain things uh if we didn't know that you know he was still filming uh during that season or there were you know there weren't photos of him or him putting himself on Instagram saying I'm still filming that death could have hit a lot harder. But yeah, I think if you want to kind of make the audience feel like this is something real and this is a real possibility, you have Barry sit in a cell for at least two episodes. What are I your agree. thoughts, Shay? I Shay?
1: Can you all hear me now?
0: Yes, I can hear you. What are your thoughts? Cool.
1: So I think that he's going to be in jail for like three, four episodes. I think that – I do not think that he's going to go run out and be the flash and come back to jail. They're going to have to convince Wally to come back from wherever they're doing, even if Wally's only there for a couple of shows. Um, I think that it's going to show that Barry – in the midst of Barry reflecting over everything, he's going to think about when he ran for the future and he might take this time in jail to really just plot a way to finally beat the vote. That's how I think Well,
0: go. I will I will say to the point Eric was making in the trailer for the season premiere, it did show Barry fully in costume on the streets with cops pointing guns at him. Um, so that's what he kind of meant on you know how is he going to be able to be in jail. And be the flash at the same time, so but I, I get what you're saying, Shay, um, where we saw him fully, cl- uh, fully uh, suited up as the flash could be maybe when he's out, maybe he's out, mm-hmm. and the flash is now deemed as, as an enemy to the town or whatever the city. Uh, who knows the way they're going to take it, but I will say to your point, Eric, I wouldn't be upset if you know it turns out Barry does have to spend time. In prison, and he finds a way to kind of do like a speed mirage to where he's still sitting there. And, um, and you know, well, the mirage is sitting there, and he runs out to go save whatever's going on. I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. So, like, Um, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just agreeing with you. Go ahead. I apologize. You're good. No, it's okay. Ooh. Excuse me. I was just going to say, so yeah, I could definitely see from both of you guys' points, uh, but I do agree with Shay, He definitely has to be in there for more than just that season premiere, because if you only have him in there for that, that whole payoff of him saying don't run and be arrested kind of is watered down to me now. He's only in there for like half that first episode, so you really got to keep him in there. Um, but yeah, let's, let's move on. So, you know, that's our thoughts on The Flash for when it gets back. Let's talk Legends of Tomorrow. We see how that ended. We see Captain Cold came back. Not the same Captain Cold. Different Captain Cold, but Captain Cold nonetheless. Um, Stein died. We saw that in a crossover. Um, Jackson finally made peace with uh, his death, and he left the team also. So what are you going to do when you're down two guys? They hit us with the shocker of, the, of all the shows pretty much. It introduced us to John Constantine. Well, reintroduced us to John Constantine uh, coming back to let Sarah know that there's a demon looking for her. So that's going to be really interesting. I will say this, because we talked about this last week, so we don't really have to go too deep into it. But they did say he's coming back, quite like we'll get into uh, with um, Colton Haynes. Constantine is back for a short arc. um, But by arc... They mean like one or two episodes, so I hope that's not what they mean for Colton Haynes. Uh, but we'll get into that later. Um, Shay, what are your thoughts and theories on the second half of Legends of Tomorrow?
1: So um, I think that somehow, some way, Firestorm is going to be popping in and out of it, even though he's not going to be a consistent character. And that's a, that's, a, that's as far as I got, honestly, because. Legends of Tomorrow, they have different ways to navigate, and there's so many possibilities, I'm not even going to sit here and stress myself over it. I just feel like they're going to put him, you know, in and out of it sometimes. And when I was reading my encyclopedia again, because I'm trying to be smart, um, it says that even after part of the um, Matrix died, like when he just passed on to the teenager, that even though he left, he eventually came back. He came back after um, Blackest Night, so just because he died, like just because part of him died, like Martin died, don't mean that it's not easy for him to come back. But I don't think he's gonna be a reoccurring character.
0: Well, we do know Jacks drunk the serum that took the Firestorm out of him. That's how he was able to separate from from Martin for Martin to die in in peace. So there is no Fire Firestorm Matrix in him at all. So if he were to come back as Firestorm, they would have to find a way to duplicate that process to uh, put the Firestorm Matrix back inside of him. Um, But there were different iterations of Firestorm, different variations of people coming together to form Firestorm. Uh, We could honestly see Ronnie come back, uh, who who, you know, he did die, but maybe there's a different Earth Ronnie that has the Firestorm Matrix in himself just by himself. And uh, maybe that firestorm is what comes back. But I do think this is this will be uh, as far as firestorm the last time we see uh, Jefferson. Uh, but Eric, what are your thoughts?
2: I I think we could see. I, I kind of like your idea of Ronnie coming back because there was there was there was time where Ronnie wasn't on camera. And so, you know, him and Stein were doing things off on their own, and maybe, maybe the legends picked them up, um, you know, and used, fire, used the Ronnie version of Firestorm, blanked their memory, and then put them back in the time stream properly. I, I, I'm actually kind of warming up to that idea. It kind of warms my heart to think that we could still see it. But I don't know if Victor Garber would do it. That that's that's my thing. He's out now and I'm sure he needed a break. Well, Victor Garber left to go back to um
0: what do you call it? Broadway. So I think right. outside of maybe a cameo, uh he's not coming back to do it at all. Uh just like uh what's his name who plays um Wentworth Miller, who plays Captain mm-hmm. Cold. He said uh he'll mm-hmm. be making an appearance on the Flash once uh once more this season. And when Legends of Tomorrow is over, he's he's done also. Uh, but I could see him coming back in a very, very, very tiny, tiny, tiny uh, cameo somewhere down the line. But, yeah, these characters just kind of want to break from it. Uh, I think a lot of these guys getting into the whole superhero world didn't know how long and how much it would ask of you. I think the same problem Ben Affleck's going through. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I can definitely see where you where you both are coming from. Um, But they definitely have to figure out for next year who's going to replace Firestorm uh, because you need two people to to replace them. And we don't even know if all the heroes come out of this season alive uh, or if they even stay. So there might be more characters for them to to have to replace. But I do say I I don't see why they don't go back to um, the Hawks, bring the Hawks back. A lot of us want to see the Hawks come back. They've been gone for too long. Bring them back. Even if it's in a small capacity, bring them back. I'd love to see Sh- Shiara or Shiara and Kufos or Kufos, whatever his name is. They had weird names, but Hawkman and Hawkgirl. I'd love to see them both come back uh, to Team Legends. I might even rewatch watch Legends uh, Season 1 again just to see the, uh, the Hawks. But let's move on to all of our favorites, Arrow. We saw Arrow's uh, mid-season finale end with a lot of distrust. Uh, We're back to the original three. We saw Wild Dog, um, Black Canary, and uh, Curtis, Mr. Terrific, all leave Team Arrow because of distrust and all decide that maybe it's better they start their own team. And on top of that, we have the quote-unquote Legion of No. We actually had a Legion of Doom. So I'll just say a Legion of Supervillains formed with, I believe it was Anatoly, um, the Vigilante, uh, Ricky the Dragon, that computer hacker guy, I can't remember his name, uh, Caden James, and uh, Black Siren. So they have a a, a pretty stacked team that Team Arrow is going to have to go up against. So it's definitely going to be fun to see how, uh, how Team Arrow deals with it now being down to the original three. And on top of that, we got some really good news that we pretty much already knew. Colton Haynes will be back for a very short arc this season on Arrow. Uh, so, Shay, I'll start with you. What are your thoughts and theories of the second half of Arrow? And how do you think Colton Haynes, uh, how do you think they're going to bring that Colton Haynes' character Roy?
1: Um, well, that's how I think they're gonna bring it in. It's going you got the the Legion of Villains over here making a mess. You're gonna have two teams. Eventually you're gonna realize they need to work together to get this thing over with. So that's how I think it's gonna happen. Um, am I disappointed how it ended? Yeah, am I surprised? Not really, but you know, hey, it's whatever. The show in general is a dope show and normally when they end like that, in my opinion, it starts off big. You know, so I'm hoping it starts off big, especially the action scenes and so on and so forth. As far as Roy coming back, I'm cool with him coming back. Um, I want to see how they bring him back. I know we kind of briefly discussed it last week too, like maybe the possibility fear calls him. I just want to know how he comes back, and I want to know if he's going to be the same person or how far do they let his character develop while absence. Because that mindset is going to say a lot about how he needs to work with Oliver in order for them to succeed since they're going to be shorthanded.
0: Well, I mean, to what you're saying, I could see, um, because, you know, Diggle is of no use at this point. So I could see Oliver going out into the field by himself like the good old days. And, you know, Caden James's team is too much for Oliver. So Felicity takes it upon herself. She knows she can't call Uh, Wild Dog and those guys back Because they'll just say no So she takes it upon herself to call Roy Um, She calls Roy, Roy comes back You know, finds out Sia was in a coma You know, uh, Slade came back And everything, you know They just have a a sit down And and relive what's been going on with each other Since the last time that they saw each other But I can see Felicity being the person That brings him in uh, Because he, you know, she knows Oliver Needs some kind of help uh, out there in the field, uh, Eric. What are your thoughts?
2: Um, well, I, I, on a personal note, I hope that uh, Colton James or Colton Hayes's ulcer lasts this time. Uh, I was reading an article <laughs> about him and why he left the first time and everything, and I'm just kind of like, "Wow, yeah, stay away, please. Your health's more important." Um, I, I almost kind of want it to be where maybe his character takes the initiative and comes back. You know, he's heard about the trial that's coming up and maybe he touched base with Felicity because he knew what Oliver would say. And, you know, he's like, hey, if y'all still need me, I'm here. And then, you know, think, you know, Oliver gets his head handed to him and then Felicity says, okay, yeah, can you okay, go yeah, yeah, hurry up and get here and get here? Hmm. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing I'm the other really thing interested in seeing is the trial. Is the trial. Am I, Am I echoing? Yeah, you are. Yeah, you about. are. I was just, about about. I'm you. just about to tell you. Any better? Any better? Nope, still echoing. Nope, still echoing. All right, let me uh, right, let, let me, me uh, get out and come back in. Come back in. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, he was making some really good points. Really I could definitely point. see. That being that how, being um, how
2: uh,
0: they, they go with they it, go but, um,
2: it. But, um,
0: Shay, what, what do you Shea, kind of you feel about you what you was saying? Shay? Shay? All right, I think I lost both of them. Um,. <laughs> But, yeah, no, uh, so what Eric was saying, that's definitely a really cool way for them to reintroduce uh, Roy back into the group. Him taking initiative and wanting to be there uh, is definitely a really, really, really cool way to go for that. Uh, I just kind of want to see Roy back, man. And uh, like Eric was saying, he was dealing with some personal things uh, about stress and everything like that. Uh, You know, so it'd be really good to see him come back uh, fully, fully healthy and ready to go. All right, you back? I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. All right,
2: all right. Um, yeah. So just finish what you were saying. You know, the whole thing with the way Wild Dog added himself and saying, you know, I'm the one who, who's gonna test testify against you. Um, the trial's gonna be the interesting thing. So something really big is gonna have to come out to 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 make that weak ass reveal, you know, to counter against that and 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 give us a, a better payoff. Um, yeah, there's got to be something and I'm I'm really racking my brain and I, for the life of me, I can't think of anything that would make that would be that big unless Oliver just basically stands up and says, yeah, I'm the arrow.
0: I honestly think that's that's the only way you can go. I mean, I told you guys this uh, last week when we were talking about it, uh, I'm kind of sick of every season someone finding a way to try to charge Oliver for being the Green Arrow. We've seen it Mm -hmm. since season one, and we've seen it almost consistently since then. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it's very annoying because it's one of those things where it's just like, all right, well, there's a thing called Double Jeopardy, and he's definitely been charged with being the Green Arrow like three or four times now. So at some point, you guys kind of have to stop trying to charge him with being the Green Arrow. So I think that would be – and that, that honestly, what's crazy about that is that wouldn't even be, like, that big of a payoff. Because think about it. Deep down, we all want him to out himself as the Green Arrow so we don't ever have to go through this again. Even though this has been a really, uh, really fun season so far, just the idea of someone going, I know you're the Green Arrow, and him going, we'll prove it, and them going – well, I can't, and then something happens, and either they they decide they side with the Green Arrow and they leave or they die or something like that. So it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to have to jump through these hoops again for the same story. So this better be the last time we have to worry about uh, hearing someone trying to charge Oliver with being the Green Arrow. But Shay, welcome back. Yeah, I don't know
1: what happened. <laughs>
0: uh, me neither. Um, but yeah, we were just talking about the fatigue of of uh Oliver being charged with being the green arrow. What are your thoughts on that? He's gonna be sorry.
1: He's not gonna have time for that. That's why I think he won't end up with Roy. Because he has a son.
0: He has I do honestly I do honestly wanna see, uh maybe towards the, if they decide to have another season, we won't find that out until very closer to their their season finale around that month, um, but I'd really like to see him have a season where he's away for most of the season. Um, we don't see Oliver. Uh, you know he's doing his thing as the mayor, and you know you could show him on TV a couple times. The team sees him on TV or, and whatnot. But yeah, don't have have him not be a part of the show for a good portion of that season, and have the villain be somebody just so insane that Oliver has to pretty much come out of uh, quote-unquote retirement uh, to help the team stop him. I would really love to see an arc like that. We know, I, I don't think, well, let me not say we know, but I don't think Colton Haynes would commit to doing a full season again as much as I'd no. love him to. I do not think he'll commit to that. And uh, seeing him as the new Green Arrow, obviously not having to be in that same costume, have his, obviously his own red one, um, but I'd really love that, especially because it seems like uh, Speedy isn't going to be Speedy again, uh, or for a long period of time. Diggle is working with one arm, and the other three just aren't the three that I want to see leading that team. I'd, I'd like either Sia or Roy to lead the team, but I don't see either one of them coming back. But I would definitely like to see a season next season with without Oliver for a good chunk of it, and I don't know how many more times I have to and I, I talked to Mark Googie a little about it and he just laughed at me. I said, listen, I, I don't know how many more times I can say it. I, I kinda want uh I forgot her name. I just had her name in my head. Uh the lady he fell in love with in season one, who he got a crossbow to. Oh man, I can't uh, think. Of shadow. No, not shadow. Uh I'm talking about in present time. Shadow was his flashbacks. Uh mm-hmm. She was Bertinelli's daughter. can't remember her code name. to save my life. And it's going to kill me. Huntress. Yes, Huntress, Huntress. I desperately want Huntress back. Same actress. I loved her character. Loved her character so much. And when you talk about possible love interest, uh, interest for Oliver, since it seems like you won't ever give us uh, him with Black Canary or the proper Black Canary. I'd like mm-hmm. to see Oliver and in, in, in Huntress maybe dabble a little bit, but yeah, just as far as her character and how much I love that actress as the Huntress, she reminded me so much of the the Huntress we saw in Justice League Unlimited. I would love mm-hmm. to see her come back for a small arc uh, next season. I think that'd I be see uh, yeah, I I I'd love that, and honestly. Her character always uh, found a way to get inside the head of Oliver, uh, whether it was threatening to out him as the green arrow or her small attempts to try to kill him, uh, all in pursuit of trying to kill her father. I just think that'd be a great character to bring back. But what were you saying,
2: Eric? I agree totally. Uh, the mind game that she could play with Oliver would be fantastic. Uh, you, you know, and the char- the actress herself was phenomenal. You know, um, I'm a DC geek boy, you know, bring back Huntress. Come on. I, I don't care if it's a little bit different of a version, but I'm ready for mm-hmm. some more Huntress.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I, I'd get over it if they decided uh, if they, decided they wanted to um, recast her because she didn't want to come back. I'd be fine with that, but you just have to give me Huntress in some form or another. Shay, are we crazy or, or, or would you like to see Huntress come back?
1: No, I like Teen Hunters come back. I think it'll be pretty dope. I think it would be smart for them to do it just so, you know, the storyline can continue expanding and everything kind of takes its time.
0: Well, yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. And honestly, I don't know after this season, uh, like I said, if they get another season, what they can do villain wise. I thought them bringing Slade back and making him an anti hero was the wrong way to go. I would have loved it if they if we brought Slade back uh, after the island and he, you know, and he said something to Oliver uh, along the lines of, if our paths ever cross again, uh, I can't promise you it'll be a handshake that I greet you with. You know what I'm saying? Like, something mm-hmm. along those lines. So it's like, well, he wow, it. It? Well, No, they're kind of friends now. Like, I, I, it would take something extreme for Slade to to really, like, Hate Oliver enough to want to like completely destroy everything he has. Yeah, like um, you said. Well, I don't remember that episode that that vividly. Did, did he? I'll have to go yeah. back and watch it. So, with what, what he
1: Oliver, it was when um, Oliver had first performed late after he found out that he was working for his son. Right. It was after it was after the first time that he went to his son. But it was the first time like they were in the heist. and he was like. If you ever like, you know, come between me and my son, like, you know, you worry about your own kid, don't come to mind. Like that's that's it basically what he said because it was after like a whole fight scene and everything, so that's how they kind of parted ways. And he wasn't like threatening over, but he was telling him to mind his business. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah, but e- even then, did it did it seem like he was doing it in the way that next time he saw him, there there would be like, you know uh some fireworks or did it kinda of seem to where it was like, you know, just kinda of worry about what you gotta worry about and i worry about my kids.
1: In my opinion, it seemed like you come over here again mean you're gonna have problems. That's my opinion, that's how I took it. You know, other people could see it the scene and maybe interpret it differently, but how I saw it, if you come near my kid, you're gonna catch these hands. That that's how I saw it.
0: Yeah, I I could definitely see where you're coming from, but I just wanted more of like a thing of just if I see you again, like it, it, nothing has to be said. Just if I see you, it's on, it's on, you mm-hmm. know, because Slade is one of those characters that, you know, you just kind of don't want to see friendly with either the Green Arrow or Batman. You kind of want them always uh, wanting to fight each other because they, they're amazing opponents for each other. Um, but yeah, I, I just I honestly don't see what, a, what villain they could they could use for, for the next season. Uh, they're not even properly using Ricky the Dragon uh, to his full potential right now. and I, I pray they change that in the second half and he becomes, uh, I think I said this to you guys last week, like a lecture was in the Defenders to where Caden James seems like he's the guy running things, but maybe three or four episodes in Ricky the Dragon offs him and lets them know he's the guy that's in charge. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, just because I love that character, and because he has such a rich martial arts background, seeing him take on Oliver would be, like, it'd be amazing to watch. But you got to kind of bring him out of the shadows a little bit more. So hopefully the second half of Arrow does that so we can get some really cool hand-to-hand combat uh, between the two of them. But let's move on to a show that has yet to air, but will be airing very early in January. Black Lightning. Um, Cress Williams, who is playing Black Lightning, actually just liked my post on Instagram, and I've actually spoken to Nefessa, uh, who's playing one of his daughters. Um, so working on an interview, an interview with us, uh, with one of those characters would be amazing right around whenever the show drops. So I'm working on that for you guys. But let us I'm going to start with you, Eric. What are your thoughts on Black Lightning, uh, just pretty much from what you got from the trailer? What
2: are your expectations for the show? Sorry, got tongue-tied for a minute. Um, I always kind of like the idea that he was a hero. He walked away from it, and he's being kind of dragged back into it reluctantly you know, but that he eventually says, oh, hell, okay, I'm going to have to do it. Uh, Whether, whether, you know, it's full-on powers, he has the powers himself, doesn't need any kind of enhancements or anything, or if it looks like maybe, you know, he's using a little bit of tech to help him out, either way is great with me. I love Black Lightning, you know, in anything I could read. You know, Justice League, that sort of thing. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, of Luke Cage, especially the supporting cast and everything. And I'm very excited just to just to see the show and the, this gang, the 100. Uh, you know, because I I went and did a little research, you know, and so the one thing that I saw was there's a local gang called the 100 causing more crime and corruption in his community, I'm interested. I'm in. I'm sold. And if his kids have powers, too, that's going to make it even better.
0: Yeah. I mean, I even think Jill Scott's playing one of the villains in the show. So that's definitely something uh, to look forward to. I I thought that was a surprising casting mainly because the only other thing I saw from her was from a, a Tyler Perry movie. So I was just like, she must have really wowed them when she yeah. when she auditioned because I, I don't get that. But, I mean, I, she could definitely blow me away. Uh, I'm sure she's done other acting gigs. I just haven't seen them. So it's not a dig at her. It's just when I heard the casting, I was just like, oh, oh okay, okay, the main villain? All right. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. That'll be interesting to see. Um, but, Shay, what, what are your uh, expectations for Black Lightning?
1: Um, I have high expectations for Black Lightning. One of the reasons being, Jill Scott is my girl. I wasn't surprised that, um, you know, she decided to take on this role. I understand, you know, you only seen her in Tyler Perry movies, and I dig it, but I've seen her act, and I, I definitely think that she would be a great actress. Uh, I'm going to say at one time, they're all doing this for the culture. That's my disclaimer right there. Um, In relation to the 100, I was going to mention earlier, but Eric beat me to the punch. I think that they're going to use the 100 to make him use his powers because, you know, uh, we talked about it before the podcast, I asked about the belt. And right before they start discussing the belt, they go into that um, he was pushed into using his powers when one of his students was killed by the crime organization, the 100. His uh, The student name was Dubai as Wells. So when one when, when of his students got killed, then he was like, man, you know what? Now it's lit. I'm coming for everybody because y'all over here killing people who killing kids. You know, they'll have nothing to do with it. So I think that's how they're going to use the 100 to make him into Black
0: Lightning.
2: hmm
0: Yeah, that's very interesting. Uh. I am looking forward to this show. I don't really have expectations, uh, mainly because Black Lightning is a character I'm somewhat familiar with. Uh, I do know he's had a lot of uh, run-ins with Batman, not as of, of course, obviously not as a villain, but as an ally. Um, so it'll be fun to see if we get any name drops of work he used to do with Bruce, or or, or if he says, you know, Batman. Uh, even I think Fox owns. The television rights of Batman, so I don't know if they're able to say Batman, but he might be able to say Bruce Wayne. Uh, that's very mm-hmm. interesting to look forward to. Um, but yeah, I, I think the main thing I'm looking forward to is at some point I, I know it. I know it. They're going to introduce Virgil. Um, and as much as I'm really excited for this cast and to see Black Lightning, the main thing I'm looking forward to like down the road is that Virgil is one of his daughters bringing home a guy named Virgil. I just, Mm -hmm. I I desperately need that. Uh, And I feel as though if we were, if we are ever going to get static shock, it'll be through Black Lightning. If we don't get static shock through Black Lightning, I don't think we'll ever get static shock on a TV show or a movie. So a lot of writing on. Go ahead. If we don't ever get Black, if we don't get static shock,
1: period, we won't have a problem. I need my man back. I wanted him on injustice. I I love the idea that you are pitching about bringing him home and like um black lighting mentoring him to become static shock. I need that. They need to stop faking. I don't have time for it. They need to stop playing.
0: Yeah, I uh I spoke to Phil Lamar who voiced Static Shock on the uh the animated series uh back in the day. Excuse me. And uh, he even stressed he would like to, you know, either voice him again uh, or, you know, just see him. (laughs) I mean, Static Shock is a very rich character, uh, and and he brings so much to the table. And uh, I think he'd be an added boost to to the Black Lightning show, and obviously not in the first season. But how they introduced Roy in the second season and then let him become Roy, I think, in the third season. Um, you know the the Roy Harper that we know is is Arsenal and everything. Um, I think we can see the same thing with with Static Shot. They introduce him in season two or season one ends with one of his daughters saying, you know, you know, uh, you know, just kind of talking to her dad and he's like, you know, are you dating anyone? And she's like, ah, it's this guy at school. And he's like, oh, what's his name? And she's like, oh, it's Virgil. You know, I I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to bring him home to you or whatever. You know, something along the lines of that. So us as fans were like, yes is coming at some point uh but yeah no i'm really looking forward to this show like i said I did not know much about um i just forgot her name Jill scott outside of uh her amazing musical career um so i'll, I'll definitely be looking forward to see what she brings as a villain uh to this show but yeah i was hooked i was hooked on this show man uh since they first showed that that kind of edited unedited trailer back in i want to say October, September, October, uh, they showed a trailer to a show they were still shooting. Uh, so I thought that was a little weird, but it, it got me hooked from there. Cress Williams, I thought, was the out there pick. But once I saw the trailer, uh, I was definitely a fan of it. So I'm definitely excited to see what that cast brings to it. And like I said, hopefully we can get either Nefessa or Cress or both of them uh, on the show so we can talk more about uh, Black Lightning with them. But let's move on. To our last topic of the night we were going to talk about I originally wanted to do what did we think was the best season so far out of the four shows but then I thought it'd be even more interesting if we twist it and go which show has had the best season as a whole like in its entirety Like, do we think season two of Arrow was the greatest season out of all the CW DC shows uh, I know it's crazy for you guys to like on the spot think that far back. So if you need me to give you an overview of some of the seasons of of you know the earlier seasons of some of these shows, just let me know and I'll definitely give you a uh, a quick over uh, you know overview of it. I'll say this: it was a tie for me between season one of The Flash and last season of Arrow. The reason I'll give the edge to Flash is because the reveals arrow did not live up to what I was expecting them to be. But in Flash, me, uh, you know, them going a a completely different route with introducing Eobard Thawne, reverse Flash, uh, Harrison Wells was completely out there. And I thought I was watching uh, a show, uh, you know, Obviously, I knew it was about The Flash, but I felt like this show was like a detective show to where I'm like, all right, who is this reverse Flash? And and then when you started finding out it was, it was Harrison Wells, it was, oh, my goodness, you know, he was doing this, he was doing that, he was sabotaging, he was creating. There's just so many twists and turns of season one of The Flash. I always hold that dear in my heart. So I'm going season one of Flash has been the best season out of all four of these shows. Uh, As a whole, Uh, Eric, I'll go to you. What season of one of these shows are you going with?
2: Wow. Um, I'm not copying out and copying you, but honestly, (laughs) I think the Flash, I I really think the Flash season one was amazing. Yeah. Just, you know, I. We get Barry, we get a great support staff. Then we get the the knife in the back of Oh Harrison Wells did all this. Um, I got to say the Flash, I really do. You know it's it that was that first season. I remember my wife and kids and I sitting there every week going, Oh my God, I can't wait for next week. You know, and, and for me, you know, it was just like, oh, no, it can't be over. Give us another episode. And so I'm going with the Flash. Yeah.
0: And that was our first introduction into Firestorm. Um, we got a, a really cool um, shot of Firestorm, uh, Oliver, and Barry taking on the reverse Flash. We even got something that. I really hope Cisco invents before the end of this season. The Flash ring, like there were so many amazing moments in that first mm-hmm. season of The Flash. Because I know a lot of people I talk to, they go, "Oh, it's season one of Arrow," and I'm like, "As huge as I thought that was, Flash had me on the edge of my seat. Flash was like a mix of a superhero show and How to Get Away with Murder, to where I was just like, "Oh my God, Nick needs to hurry up. I need to figure out what is going on. Like what happened." So that that that's why I always put that show on like this uh, that season. I'm sorry on like a huge pedestal. Uh, but Shay, mm-hmm. what what would your pick go to?
1: Um, I guess I'll have to be the one that breaks the tiebreaker because I was going with Arrow. I mean that last season of Arrow, that Jane was crazy. I was here for it. Um, I am, and as a whole. We're talking as a whole show. I'm still going to go with Arrow. Although yes, I agree with you guys with um Flash and how, you know, Barry went through all of that and the character reveals and the beginning development, so on and so forth. But as a whole, Arrow has kept my attention the most. Arrow has had better fight scenes, in my opinion, because I love Mm -hmm. Arrow has held a higher consistency. The fact that we were disappointed in the season finale shows that we have a standard for them. And with Flash, even though I love Flash to death, I'm just now getting that minimum of time. Like, I need to see a certain amount of effort before I'm disappointed. And for Arrow, that bar for me was already set at,
0: like, the beginning of season two.
1: So as a whole show, I'm going Arrow.
0: Now, are you saying last season of Arrow is the season you're picking?
1: No, the season before that we had Constantine. Was that his name?
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, Okay. Okay, hold on, Shay, because we gotta we gotta go into this. I gotta further further understand that thing. I thought you meant last season. That's why I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I can definitely see that. I love last. You're talking that was, that was what you're was talking that
1: blew up, right?
0: You're talking that last season was the season where the, uh, the island blew up. But the season yeah. you're talking about, if I'm correct, is the one with uh, uh the guy who's now the villain for Legends. Oh man, I forgot his name,
2: Damien Dark. Damian yeah, Dark, yeah. is that the season you were talking? Oh, Shay, yeah. that's like,
1: that like, like, you was... know what I'm saying, as, as a whole, like, I mean, I like Arrow. Like, as a whole, I have a higher standard for Arrow. For Flash, like, I'm just, I'm not saying I don't like Flash, but I'm starting to have more, res- I'm not going to say more respect and higher expectations in relation to how decisive people can become. And for me in the show, you know, I look forward to that. So that's why I'm just saying Arrow. On top of the, do- the season when the island blew up, that just messed up my whole life, you know. But I feel like Arrow had more seasons where, you know, I was jaw dropping instead of flashing. I wasn't.
0: Well, the the craziest thing is because I think you're you're combining the two. So we're supposed to pick a season, um, just one season. Are you combining last season? Are you are you just saying Arrow as a whole? Or are you giving one season?
1: I'm saying that as a season, I'm still going with Arrow. But I thought you mentioned as a whole as well. So as a whole and the last season when the Island blew up, I'm going with Arrow having the better season out of all of the shows and all of the, you know, CW universe. I'm going with Arrow.
0: Okay, okay. Because I thought you were talking about that god-awful, what season are we in now for Arrow? Six? Mm -hmm. No, hold on, hold on. Season 1 yes, was Malcolm. Sir. Season 2 was Slade. Season 3 was Raish. Season 4 was Damian Dark. Season 5 was Prometheus. Oh, we're in Season 6 now. Season mm-hmm. 4 was possibly the worst. No, I'm sorry. Season 1 of Supergirl might, might be worse. But that Season <laughs> 4 of Arrow was possibly the worst television I've ever had to be uh, uh, exposed to. That was just. God awful. Even Steven Amell came out and was like, "Yeah, no, I didn't like that season either. That was horrible. You you opening up magic to a superhero who only shoots bow and arrows that made absolutely no sense. I said that they missed they missed an opportunity that season, but they could still use it for next season. How have they not introduced Sportsmaster as a villain for Arrow yet? I, I don't get it, especially when you introduce Artemis." You should have had Sportsmaster and Cheshire as as a villain at, at some point.
1: Well, that would be... okay. Go ahead, Che. So I agree with you. Well, to the funny side, I with was, you. I was with it. I liked the Mr. Quiet because Arrow didn't only have, you know, he had some wild villains, so I liked it. But I would say as far as a whole, Arrow, to me, has had higher standards. I held Arrow to a higher standard before I held... Flash to a high standard. That's why I said if I had to pick an overall
0: show, I would pick Arrow. Even though I
1: like Flash, but like as yeah, standard no, I, wise, I, I you. know I
0: can't be disappointed. I get you. I'm just I'm just speaking only in reference to that one season.
1: Oh, okay. what are
0: your thoughts on that one season? Because <laughs> I mean, I honestly. Honestly, opening up magic to a character who only shoots bow and arrows is just that—that's insane. That, that to me, I'm sorry, that's really insane. Uh, and I thought the the best way you could have handled that, I get you brought in Constantine for like those two episodes, but Ragman would have been someone perfect to introduce that season, mm-hmm. where magic mm-hmm. and and when, when you're introducing uh, uh, Vixen now, like it just a lot of that was just like, yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. Ragman would have been a perfect character, which, by the way, they did Ragman horribly, completely warded him down. Um, but, yeah, that, that Ragman would have been a perfect uh, mystic character to introduce in that season. Not not Vixen and, and, and Constantine, even though they're in that mystic world, but you only use them for two episodes each. So, so you had to go a whole season of Dark putting his hand on Oliver, Oliver almost dying, then something happening, and Oliver not dying. Like too much of that was just like it got really repetitive, and then that mm-hmm. huge death uh, at the end just really didn't do anything for me. So I, that, that's why I just really despise that season as a whole. When I'm when I'm when I'm binge watching Arrow on Netflix, and then and then it goes, all right, season three is over. Would you like to play season four episode one? And I'm like, nope, no thank you. Manually go right that uh season five, get all that season four out of my face, I want no parts of it. Um, but, yeah, they definitely, all jokes aside, they definitely should introduce Sportsmaster as next season's uh, villain, If like like we said again, if they do have a next season. Perfect character. Mm-hmm. Um, now that Artemis seems like she's dead, because no one's even mentioned her, uh, so we're assuming she died, um, you could definitely have a story arc to where Sportsmaster and Cheshire are coming for Oliver's blood. Uh, you know, his daughter and, and Cheshire's sister is dead because of Oliver. Um, and they want revenge. And we know Sportsmaster from Young Justice thrives on the idea of keeping his name in, in relevancy and keeping his name uh, as a symbol of, of power. So anytime you hear someone, you know, took out your daughter and you did nothing, that doesn't that doesn't vote too well with Sportsmaster. So I think that could be a really cool villain for them to explore next season. Uh, you were You were saying something, Eric. What were you saying?
2: I was just going to say, I have the perfect way to set up Sport the uh, Games Master and Cheshire would be to have Roy tell him that there's someone coming for you because of what happened to Artemis. Because I mean, remember in Young Justice, Cheshire and Roy had a kid together. So I mean, they, they maybe not necessarily do the kid part of it, but um, you know, maybe he has, maybe he's had dealings with Cheshire and the sportsmen. And that's the other reason that he comes back is to say, hey, there's going to be someone coming gunning for you because of this.
0: Actually, to flip that, I'd love it if they did went the route of, of him having the kid with Cheshire and him not knowing that, uh, you know, because he's obviously coming back to be with Oliver because the whole trial thing. He got married. Like a whole bunch of stuff happened that Roy is coming back to just be supportive of Oliver. But I would like it if it ended with um, obviously mention of uh, someone coming for Oliver. And we find out next season it's Sportsmaster in Cheshire. But Roy, you know, have after being with Cheshire and her retiring from being Cheshire, um, he had no idea that her father is who's hunting Oliver. And now Roy's caught in between of like, you can't really fight and send your child's mother to prison, but if she's willing to team up with her father uh, to take out Oliver, Roy has to do what Roy has to do. And, 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 you know, his, his, uh his loyalties, what we'll see where they lie between his kid and, you know, now possibly watching these people take out, uh, see his brother, like a whole bunch of stuff could go into that. But, I, I do honestly think Sportsmaster is the best way to go. And I know a lot of people uh, tell me all the time, Sportsmaster is not an Arrow villain. And to them, I say half of Arrow's villains over the course of these six seasons have not been Arrow villains. So why stop That's... now? Uh, so <laughs> why stop now? Uh, Mark Guggenheim obviously wanted to make a Batman show. And when they said no, he created Green Arrow with Batman villains. So why stop now? That's all I'm saying. Um, Sure. But, yeah. But, yeah. This has been uh, a great show, guys. This has been a great show. We actually will be on break until January. So, we have had, I believe, three or four episodes now. I should really know that exact number. Um, (laughs) But you guys can definitely go through uh, and and replay our episodes uh, until January when we make our comeback, when the shows make their comeback. Uh, so we ha- will have so much to talk about. Um, if we come back maybe like a week, a week earlier, we can kind of, you know, get more into, uh, you know, getting into the the readiness of the shows coming back. And, um, but yeah, we have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about, guys, uh, uh, you know, in the coming month of January, but we need a holiday break. So we've been working really hard here at Geek Vibes. Uh, We need a holiday break, but we will be back. So much content for you guys. Um, So definitely stay tuned for that. But Shay, Eric, I want to thank you guys so much for uh, joining the Geek Vibes Nation family and helping provide amazing content. Thank, Thank
2: you for having us.
0: This has been so much fun. Absolutely. Twenty eighteen is gonna be a really, 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 really excuse me, huge year for all of us. So we have so mm-hmm. much in store
2: for you guys.
0: Uh make sure everyone uh you tune in this Sunday for the season finale of Geek Vibes Live. We will be doing a game show um where we are uh you know celebrating the superhero movies of the year. We'll be picking uh, trailer of the year, male super male hero of the year, female hero of the year, best fight scene in a superhero movie. So many different things. It's going to be like an Oscars, but for superheroes. So it's going to be really fun. And of course, yes, people, we will be reviewing the Last Jedi. So make sure you do not miss the season finale. Um, but if you do, you will be able to go back and listen to it. But between now and Sunday go back and listen to this this episode of Hall of Heroes and the interview we just did with Phil Lamar both classic episodes uh but until then guys we will see you on the other side of January
2: we'll see you in January
1: live long and prosper
0: exactly all right let me see what i usually play something us as we exit. What can I play good? Ah, I know. The song I played before. <laughs> Let's play that out. Alright guys, see you in the new year.
1: Peace out.
2: Have a safe have a safe holiday.